Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Learn more at nm.org slash better. I'm Lisa Dent. Did you see this study? Um, Some are calling it a controversial study. They're arguing that if you have a high LDL, that is the bad cholesterol, if you have that high level when you're over age 60, that you will live longer, that there's no increased risk of cardiovascular disease and that statins will have little effect. That is opposite of everything that most of us have ever been told, especially when it comes to men and their cardiovascular health. So we thought we'd go to one of the experts. We turned to our friends at Northwestern and on on the phone is Dr. Micah Eimer. Doctor, what do you think of this study? I mean, if you are over the age of 60, do you have to be concerned about bad cholesterol, the LDL? Yeah, you definitely do. And unfortunately, there are haters everywhere, even in cardiology and, and in medicine. Uh, the issue is this study, while interesting, you know, the, the quality of the evidence is not sufficient to make these types of recommendations. So when we look at a study, the gold standard is a randomized controlled trial, which is nobody knows who gets what, nobody knows what the outcome is. This is an observational study where they just kind of looked at people, looked at numbers, and tried to make some conclusions based on that. And that's just low-quality evidence and can frequently lead to uh, confusion about causation and correlation, which I think is what happened in this case. Well, and then what happens is, you know, people don't go deep into an article or follow you know, the thread so they can see your response or the response of other cardiologists. They just go with the headline and they go, oh, I guess I'm okay. Yeah, it's it unfortunately is pretty common. And I just want to make one other point here that comes up a lot is that there's a difference between primary prevention and secondary prevention. So, you know, secondary prevention means you have heart disease, you've had a heart attack or bypass. There's never been any dispute about whether or not cholesterol lowering is beneficial in those patients. So if you're on a cholesterol medicine because of one of those conditions, you definitely do not want to stop it. For the patients that haven't had a problem, um, you know, in older patients, you have to evaluate each patient, but I don't think there's enough evidence in this particular type of study to come to the conclusions that were reached. Dr. Micah Eimer is a cardiologist at Northwestern Medicine Lake Forest Hospital. I I love that you were just on and said there's even haters when it comes to research and in the medical profession. And boy, it's got to frustrate you to no end, especially if you have a patient that comes in and goes, hey, why are you on me about my LDL? I'm going to live long. It's going to be fine. Yeah, no doubt. And and it definitely comes up every day and it comes up with aspirin and cholesterol and eggs and all this stuff. And uh, but that's why we do what we do. We love talking to people and we love kind of hashing through the data and and finding what works for individuals. And do people um, want to believe that because they don't want to take a statin or they don't like the side effects? Yeah, I think that is definitely a big part of it. You know, you can go on the Internet and find answers to any question that you want in any way. And so I think that's a big part of it. But I think we have abundant data from good quality trials that show that cholesterol lowering does uh, reduce the risk of having heart attack, dying from heart disease, and really no significant side effects. And so when you explain to patients that data, they usually understand that, that it's in their best interest to treat the LDL. If your parents died of heart disease, is that your fate? 
it, it, it may be uh, your genetic destiny, as I say, but you certainly can alter that uh, genetic destiny by uh, treating cholesterol, healthy living, exercise, all that sort of stuff. So that's exactly where these medications come into play. And, you know, what was interesting when I was reading both of these studies, nobody had really accurately described what cholesterol is to me. Uh, and then I went, oh, OK, this puts it in layman's terms. So will you tell people when you're talking about good cholesterol, bad cholesterol, what is cholesterol overall? Yeah, cholesterol is a substance that certainly does important things in the body. It's, it's needed to make certain hormones and certain structures. Um, but in abundance, certain types of cholesterol, in particular LDL or low-density uh, cholesterol, can um, collect within arteries and cause inflammation, which then results in blockages and plaque rupture and heart attacks and that sort of thing. And so that's why we know we think getting LDL levels down lower will prevent those things. HDL, or happy cholesterol, that's a good cholesterol, and that actually functions to undo some of the bad things that, that LDL does. So you actually want that level to be as high as possible, and that really the only way to do that is healthy living. So exercise, weight loss, quitting smoking, uh, and that sort of thing. That's the basics of cholesterol. One of my dearest friends um, lost a sister at 57. And uh, they all have bad cholesterol, and they're all tall and thin and beautiful and healthy. So genetics play a huge part, right? Yeah, I think that's the other piece about this study is that is cholesterol is just a risk factor. And so like a lot of other risk factors, smoking, if you will, there's an association between cholesterol and heart disease. But it's certainly not if you have this, then you get this. And so we all know people that never smoked that got lung cancer and vice versa. So it's not the entirety of the story, but it does um, require some investigation and treatment when appropriate. Yeah, the first headline read, higher cholesterol is associated with longer life. And the second one was, flawed cholesterol study makes headlines. And that's what we're trying to dispute right here. Um, Does geographical location have to do with heart disease and how strong your heart is? It seems like Scandinavians and Norwegians, those people in my family who live in those countries, seem to consume higher amounts of fat, and it doesn't seem to impact them like it does people in the U.S., yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, this has come up in several different locations around the world, and we've tried to figure out what it is. Um, a lot of people thought it was um, consumption of fish and uh, uh, omega-3 fatty acids. And so um, that spurned a whole industry of consuming fish oil uh, in the hope that it would prevent heart disease. But when you study that in a quality way, as I talked about a randomized controlled trial, it just doesn't pan out. And so there's no substance or chemical that we can substitute for whatever these individuals are doing there. And there are so many things that go into living a healthy lifestyle besides just eating fish or or anything else. So it definitely there are pockets around the world that may be combined genetics, combined with environmental factors that that people seem to be uh, immune from heart disease. And Dr. Eimer, as a cardiologist, what is the thought process now on the baby aspirins? So uh, same kind of thing. For secondary prevention, meaning if you have had a heart attack, a stent, a stroke, or bypass, 
There's no controversy. You should be taking statins, uh, t- taking aspirin. Sorry, the controversy comes in. Uh, should you take it to prevent disease? And that gets a little more complicated. And I, I, there's, I couldn't give you an answer right now. I, you need to talk about it with your doctor and talk, think about what your specific risks and uh, specific ways you could benefit from aspirin. And that is the key. Find a doctor that you like and you trust and you can converse with and then come up with a plan. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Dr. Micah Eimer, MD, cardiologist at Northwestern Medicine Lake Forest Hospital. Uh, Hey, coming up, I'll tell you how to get into the shed for free because that will certainly save you a little bit of cash. And we'll talk to our consumer watchdog, our friend Teresa Murray, because now there's metal in white fudge animal cookies sold at Target. How does that keep happening? There's a few other warnings she has for us as well. That's coming up after Lauren's newscast on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.